Man alive, it's fucking hump day again and I don't know what it is about hump day but it gets me all ranty and leery and shouty and I hate getting ranty and leery and shouty but I'm getting like that not for me but for all the people out there because Wednesday of all the days of the week well, maybe Monday could go into the mix too along with Wednesday well, there are the days when all the excuses come spewing out of all the mouths of all of those who don't take responsibility for their own outcomes. Now, here on Walrus Island, we don't have such dilemmas as excusitis, as that word doesn't even exist, because all the walrus, all the walruses take ownership of their own shit right here on Walrus Island. Or as one of our herd recently called it to me, radical ownership. And I quite like that we saying radical ownership. So we don't have excusitis here in Waller's Island. And that's the, that's the thing that I hear most on Wednesdays and Mondays. When we created Waller's Island, we were able to start from scratch. A whole new community started from scratch. And one of the first things we did was to rip some of the pages out of the dictionaries with all the words that were forbidden on Waller's Island right here. So in the Waller's Dictionary, you'll not find the word Excusitis, and that's the word we're talking about today. So I've gone online to actually find a definition of excusitis in the Collins English Dictionary, where you probably live. And this is how it defines excusitis. It defines it as a mediocre person who is suffering from the sickness of a mental disease of making excuses every time that they aren't made by the successful person. Now I'll give you that definition once more. A mediocre person who is suffering from the sickness of a mental disease of making excuses every time that they aren't made by the successful person. Now that sounds pretty harsh when it's read baldly like that. And you know what? I don't even like that definition. The main reason, the main thing is because I don't think that there are mediocre people. But there sure as hell are mediocre fucking outcomes. And that's why so many are delivering um, uh, mediocre outcomes because they're tied down and weighed down by this excusitis nonsense. So in this episode, which is episode 78, I probably should have told you that at the top, with me, your speed mentor, Gavin Wall, I'm going to try and nail a fair bit of this down to free yourselves up and those around you, to free you from the shackles of what it is you have each and every day. And so you can rip that page from your own Collins Dictionary, or maybe even come and join us on Waller's Island where we don't even have it in our dictionary, and then you can get on with life and leave a li- lead a life of abundance without the excusitis. Now, you remember a few episodes ago that I explained that society will only ever demand average of you, and that consequently, that's the best that most people will ever deliver. Or for those that do deliver average or mediocre, a big side order or dollop of excusitis is the usual accompaniment to those results. It's like ham and cheese, salt and pepper, strawberries and cream, laurel and hardy, rod hull and emu. And so it is with mediocre results and their accompaniment, which can be found right beside them on your plate. That big thing called excusitis. Now, the terrible thing about excuses is that they're cancerous. 
They take hold and spread if not treated and you end up being a person who died at 30 but not buried until you're 75. My God, 45 years of living with this shit. It's a terrible affliction. And interestingly, it is never found in successful people. They don't suffer from it. They accept their results as a fair reward for their efforts. If they want more, they'll double down and deliver more to obtain it rather than trot out the excuses we hear from those who deliver mediocre results. So let's dive a little deeper because my suspicion is that oftentimes we tell ourselves that we're not the type of person to make excuses. That that's something that, that's done by others and not by us. However, if we're hearing excuses being made by other people, then it's likely we're making them because we're part of a clique or a clique that makes excuses. That's certainly where my mindset was 25 years ago. Um, You know, I was saying stuff like, it's all my dad's fault that I wasn't having the success that I thought I was entitled to. And if I said that to others, they were saying similar things back to me and we were hearing our own little, we were having our own little excuse-itis party. Have you ever been to an excuse-itis party? Sometimes every friggin' lunchtime is spent at an excuse-itis party. But uh, do you know what? It's a bit actually like chicken pox parties for people. Sometimes they throw for their kids so that all the, the kids will get the chicken poxes and the one go and get it out of the way. The difference being that once you've got excusitis and you're spreading it amongst your peers and your friends, they've all got it too. And it doesn't go away like chickenpox. You can keep infecting and reinfecting each other with it all the time. And I can tell you for a fact, it's far deadlier than chickenpox and can be passed intergenerationally to your children too. Now, if listening to this podcast helps cure your excusitis, this pod could become a billion dollar business, a bit like the pharma companies that are trying to cure uh, chicken pox and smallpox and all that sort of stuff. So here it goes. We're going to rattle through some of the excuses that people make. And if you've been using any of them, and I'll join you in this endeavour, as we're going to burn them on a bonfire of the vanities, a bonfire of sinful shit that isn't worthy of any of us. Now, here's the first one. We're going to do five types of excusitis today. Here's the first. It's too hard. It's just too hard. So let me get this straight. We've put a man on the moon. Elon Musk is going to put a man on Mars to live on Mars in the colony. And you can't find a way to increase your turnover by 5% or develop a new market for your product? For fuck's sake, come on! Let's never say shit like that again. It's not too hard. You just don't want to put the effort in. Number two. I don't know how to do it. I just don't know how to do it. Well, why not ask somebody who does then? For fuck's sake, wouldn't it be a good idea? Whatever it is that you're struggling with has been achieved by someone before you. Of that, there's little doubt. So go and ask them the fucking answer and some add some value to them first or pay them for their time if you're worried about asking them. The answers to most questions will be in journals or articles or blogs or autobiographies or business books. Check them out and find the answers or go and speak to somebody if you can't find them in there. Okay, end of story. Number three. I don't have the time. Manana, 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 man, fucking yana. Look, why do today what can be put off until tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that? 
Right? Do not operate your life based solely on deadlines and then because you're pushed, uh, you've pushed a big project right back until the absolute deadline and all your smaller work and the other projects in your life get shredded because you're under intense pressure in that moment and you lash out that you're too busy to do lots of import- other important stuff because you've whipped your ex- excusitis up into a frenzy by pushing back a manana and a manana. Man- Just stop it. It's the procrastination that's the problem, not the workload. Just do the stuff and get a sense of achievement. Do it in a timely fashion and get a sense of achievement and control back into your life. You'll actually enjoy life a lot more when you do this. Look, the very wise Dr. Steve Maravoli, he said, no more excuses or procrastination. Stop allowing your days to be stolen by busy nothingness. So let's kick this excuse that there isn't enough time. Let's kick the procrastination to the curb, folks. Now, number four. Uh, oh, oh, but but someone someone else did it first. Someone did it before me and I've missed my chance. Shut the fuck up. You don't need to be the first. You just need to be the best. Did Steve Jobs send himself, oh, I'm not going to make a mobile phone because Ericsson beat me to the punch. Did he? Fuck. That's just a feeble excuse. And even if you can't be the first or the best, if the market opportunity is big enough, it still doesn't matter as long as you're good. The cost of coffee where lots of us go and, and meet in coffee shops isn't a bad wee business, despite Starbucks being their first and despite Starbucks probably being better. Now, number five. What if other people have a negative opinion of me for failing if I try this stuff? Look, it's time to level the fuck up and follow your own ambition over the opinion of others. Time to start growing some scales on your skin. Getting some haters is a sign you're succeeding. Only those who are afraid to fail themselves will beat up on you for actually failing. It's all part of the process of learning how to succeed. Number six, but I can't afford it. Now, I'm not talking about splurging money you don't have on shit you don't need to impress people you don't like, such as on expensive cars or five-star holidays, which I've talked about in previous episodes. No, I'm talking about when it comes to opportunity or investing in yourself or developing or educating yourself or investing in software or hardware for your business or investing in your marketing budget. Those are all essentials to help you and your business keep growing. Please don't be short-sighted and wheel out the old wheel out the old excusitis when it comes to these things. They are not expenditure, they are investment. Stop buying the fucking coffees and the weekend trips to the shops and the bars and start investing in yourself. You can't afford it. You just have to make priorities about what you invest your money in. Number seven, what about the bad luck excusitis? Oh, don't get me started on this one. There's a certain kind of mediocrity that fosters this attitude. There's no such thing as bad luck or good luck. And even if there was, massive action put you where good luck will find you, my friends. I actually I actually flip this one on its head and I work on the basis in my own mind that I'll only ever have bad luck. And what can go wrong will go wrong as far as I'm concerned. And then... When I have success, despite all this bad luck that I keep on getting, it's even more fulfilling. So instead of worrying about what others have, some weird benefit of good luck that you haven't been blessed with for some weird reason, worry about developing the qualities in yourself that deliver success, whether good fortune or bad fortune comes your way. 
and number eight, and this is the last one. I thought I was going to do nine, but I'm only going to do eight. And finally, what about age excusitis? Age excusitis. Listen, Waller says, you either want it or you don't. You're either up for it or you're not. You're either prepared to put it in or you're not. Look, I'm mentoring a 21-year-old at the minute who employs eight people. He's doing great, great stuff, but he wants to develop himself and his business further. Isn't that fantastic? At the age of 21, so you're never too young. But at the other end of what some people will call their productive work in life, I'm now 49 years of age. My dad actually retired at 57. He retired in eight years' time. But I don't see it that way. I know more now than I've ever known. And I have the ability to add more value than I've ever had before. And I'm convinced that my best years are ahead of me. And I want to be working for a minimum of another 50 years. So I'm only 49. I want to be working for another 50 years. Look, I might take a year off maybe to travel at 99. So it's all just numbers and your mindset is the only thing that will hold you back there, folks. So that's your lot for today. Don't be letting excusitis get the better of you. You are good enough. Do you hear me? You are good enough and I believe in you. As soon as you let go of those excuses and let yourself win and lose, learn and grow, you'll be just fine. It's all in these episodes, folks. They'll help you get the success that you want. And talking of mindset, as we did there when we talked about age exercitis, don't forget that I've got the Unstoppable Mindset event coming up on the 27th of June at the Bullet Hotel right here in Belfast. And you'll have a bit of time up close and personal with yours truly to help you put an end to your excuse-making, to your excusitis, excusitis for sure. So why not spend the evening with me and 40 like-minded entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and let's liberate ourselves from the excuses and start to chase down those gorilla goals instead. Now, don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast and this free resource that I produce daily for all of you. It would just mean so much to me. And it's just like I'm giving a shout-out, as I always do now, to one of the reviewers that I have who gave me a five-star review. The person's called B. Vambi and did a review titled uh, Captivatingly Real. I've only just started listening to Gavin's podcast and very much appreciating the value he brings to small time. You're not small time, B. Vambi. You're on the road to success. From what I can see, the value you've added, me, added to me today, the small-time entrepreneurs like myself who want to grow bigger and bigger. He's very captivating and most of all, he's speaking from experience, keeping it real rather than a load of claptrap law of attraction theories that seem to be circulating so much these days. Actions, not attractions. Boom! Can't wait to learn more. Thanks very much, Bavambi, for blessing me with that um, review and thanks for being on the journey. I hope adds lots more value back into you along it. So there you have it, folks. I'll be back to join you here again at the same time tomorrow. What you do in the intervening 24 hours is up to you. But my advice is to fucking rid yourself of that anchor around your neck called excusitis so that you can grow. Now, whether you do that or not, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.